You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Tommy B, Chickapedia, Black Cat, and Monica. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. lovelies and thanks for joining us on the 264th episode of final girls horror cast the show where we discuss some of the horror thriller and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites i'm amy i've done this and 264 I- times oh. and i still have to read that every single time <laughs> and i'm carly and that took me by surprise and now i'm confused <laughs> I was just thinking as I was reading it, like, why do I need to read that anymore? Like, I know it. I know it by heart. That's true. You do. But I have to read it every single time. Like, it's because new. Because you're, you're Ron Burgundy I, as well. I could easily do it without the notes, but I I have to have them in front of me. If it's like a safety net or something. It's true. I mean, but... If it was there, so like the second part where I, you know, tell you that, you know, as a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies. Yeah. That isn't there anymore. Like there's like the first, but it's, but I remember it. So I just say it. But I think if it was there, I would a hundred percent read it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's just funny because it doesn't need to be there, but I have to read it because it is there. Uh, On today's episode, we'll be discussing Mimic from 1997. And that was selected for us last week by the Wheel of Terrors. It was, and it was a pleasant surprise. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so continue at your own risk. I'm not quite sure there's much to spoil about this movie, so, but if, you know, you just don't want anything to be spoiled ever, um, <laughs> you can always watch it on HBO currently. So, yeah. Check it out if you are spoiler sensitive. If you could go either way, it's I don't think we can really spoil anything for yeah, you. Yeah, I think it's fine. You get it, you it's, know? Yeah, it's fine. It, it's pretty formulaic. It totally yeah. is. Um, but before we jump into today's film, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Nocebo. I am, assume it's a play on Placebo, right? Sure. I, that's why I'm pronouncing it that way. Hopefully I'm right. It's directed by Lorsen Finnegan, who previously directed Foxes, the short film Foxes, and Vivarium, which we've covered on the show previously. It's written by Garrett Shanley, who also wrote Vivarium. The IMDb summary is a fashion designer is suffering from a mysterious illness that puzzles her doctors and frustrates her husband until help arrives in the form of a Filipino carer who uses traditional folk healing to reveal a horrifying truth. Kind of like Mary Poppins. (laughs) Exactly. She she floats in on the wind, solves all the problems of the household. Nobody remembers calling her, but she's there. (laughs) It's like a scary, it's like a scary Mary Poppins. Have you seen that the trailer where they like cut the trailer oh, for Mary. Mary Poppins into a horror film and it's like literally yes. the scariest thing ever? I'm pretty sure we talked about it years ago because it's probably yes. been around for as long as it's podcast. so good. It's my favorite one of those. Scary yeah. Mary. Love it. It's love so it. good. I like that one. And I also like the one that's like the shining but happy. <laughs> yeah. 
That I one's love also those fun. Twists, those little twists. Yeah. I think this looks good. I mean, I know that you're not a huge fan of Vivarium, and I don't think most people are, but I liked Vivarium and I like foxes. I, I the films uh stylistically are pretty like at least beautiful to look at. And um the mm-hmm. ideas behind them are always kind of interesting and fresh. Maybe the uh especially with Vivarium, maybe the like actual end result is story-wise a little difficult but like i feel like that can be fixed like i have hopes for this director writer mm-hmm. team i think this looks good i want to see will it watch it <laughs> yeah i'll watch it to see like what it's about you know yeah i think that my expectations will remain low until proven otherwise you know what i mean yeah i mean i don't have super high hopes for it but i also can tell it's not going to be awful you know what i mean like i i can tell just from the trailer that it's it can't it's it's not gonna be bad so like i don't know i i have high hopes i think it looks great the acting seems good honestly i just watched like 20 trailers (laughs) and this was by far the best one so um, I don't know. I think this looks good. I want to see it. I it's going to be on Shutter. It looks like Shutter purchased it. So um, I don't know. I'm down. I'm down. At least it's an, a, a fresh idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing I've seen before. Uh, I can't tell if there's some witchcraftery stuff happening or what. Um, but I'm down. Yeah, I want to see it. I I'll check it out. Definitely worth watching on Shutter. Yeah. Absolutely. It'll be a fun, you know, make a pizza, watch a spooky movie. Make a pizza. (laughs) Make a pizza, watch a spooky movie. That's like two of my favorite things of all time. That's what I'm saying. It'll be that that kind of night. (laughs) It is enjoyable. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, Amazing. So Um, what are we talking about today, Carly? Okay. So today we will be discussing 1997's Mimic, written and directed by the one, the only, Guillermo del Toro. Needs no introduction. Also written by uh, Matthew Robbins, who did uh, a personal childhood favorite of mine, Batteries Not Included, and also Crimson Peak, uh, Mm -hmm. based on the short story Mimic by Donald A. Wolheim. 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 IMDb summary is, three years ago, entomologist Dr. Susan Tyler genetically created an insect to kill cockroaches carrying a virulent disease. Now, the insects are out to destroy their only predator, mankind. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So, this is another one of those films where, like, we have, um, we're having, uh, this is another one of those films where we have production jerks sticking their noses where they don't belong and ruining a perfectly good movie. <laughs> per use in per 1997. Yush. And it's the Weinsteins, so... Yeah, fuck those. Extra bad. Yeah. Unfortunately. Didn't they mess up... Um, aren't they the ones that messed up uh, the Christine, Christina Ricci uh, werewolf movie, too? Oh, and they might have been. Yeah, I think it was them, too. Mm. I forget what that one was called. I just had it, and then I it went away. Into it's like one word. Air. Does it begin with a C? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. sure. I don't know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh my god! I can see it's the cover. Okay. 
I can too. I hate it when this happens. Remember when we didn't have computers and we couldn't look stuff up? And yes. you just like, if you couldn't think of things, you just never got to think of them. Yeah. And it was just like, that's it. Or do you remember like when after like shows, you'd like go to the diner and there was the game that you played where I forget what it was. But I feel like it was like you say a band name and then whatever, like the last letter of the band name, you would have to like the next person would have to start. And it got to the point where people just sounded like people were making things up and they're like, no, I swear to God, it's real. And now you can get fact checked. (laughs) Not so much anymore. Or then at the time. Anyway, the Internet's cool. I don't remember that. No, the the Internet's cool. The Internet is cool because I don't remember what we did before then. That was awful. I know. Sheesh. So, oh, cursed, cursed. I knew That's it began it. with a C and I knew it was one word. Right. <laughs> we got there. We got, we got there. It. Thanks, IMDb. <sighs> My gosh. This, we're off with a bang today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Mimic, 1997. I, you know, I know the poster. I know that there were sequels. And that is basically where my knowledge of this film began, began and ended until we watched it for the episode. I think um, I was confusing parts of this movie with parts of Species. Yes, right? I yeah. think I was doing the same thing. Because I don't feel like I've ever really seen this movie before. Or if I have, it was probably like in 97 or 98 and i haven't watched it since guaranteed i haven't seen it but i thought i had yeah the 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 poster is very very like nostalgic yeah i wonder if species came out at the same time let me look it must have around maybe a little bit before but this is guillermo del toro's i think first like english speaking film oh yeah species came out in 98 yeah. Oh, 98. Okay. Oh, yeah, no. Just kidding. Did I say that? I think I meant to say 95. There was a sequel oh. in 98. Oh, okay. So it did come out a little before. Look, my words. My brain isn't connecting with my You're, words. I mean, we're on the same wavelength. We're doing the best <laughs> we can. They can't all be winners. They can't. They can't. <laughs> Guillermo will understand. But, I, you know, this is uh, this is his first, I think, English-speaking film that he directed. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the only one, I think I looked it up before, I think Kronos was before this, um, but I believe that's Spanish. I haven't seen it in a long time, but pretty sure. Um, So this is, you know, a big deal. First American made film uh, as a director. And uh, I mean, I don't think he does a bad job here. I don't think it just doesn't feel like anything special. It doesn't I doesn't feel like Guillermo del Toro to me. I think. I think you're right. It feels very Hollywood. Yes. A hundred percent. I think. um, I think that obviously like the producers had a lot to do with it um also could have been him kind of like finding his you know niche that we know and love um it's not a bad movie no it's watchable and there's some good like gross gore we've got baby norman reedus which i was like oh my god he's so tiny (laughs) um 
And then the guy, I thought, so like the her love inch, like her husband or whatever. Yeah. I kept looking at him like, who is he? Kind of reminded me of uh, James Potter. Um, so I had to look him up. And he was the uh, jerk in The Net, the Sandra Bullock movie, The Net, that like steals her identity, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's just shitty info that nobody cares about (laughs) i care about it i I care deeply carly (laughs) i care deeply um but it just i don't know like it there was something missing you know yeah it doesn't have the heart that a lot of guillermo del toro's films do and even like the films from like the beginning of his career mm-hmm. like we have hellboy mm-hmm. and you know films blade 2 you know even those films they have i don't know even though they're hollywood films they still have something special about them Totally. You know what I mean? Stylistically, mm-hmm. this film stylistically feels like he's trying to be someone else. I I almost feel like because I, I I don't remember. I wish I remembered Kronos more, but I feel like I remember that very style had a style to it as well. Whereas Mimic, it kind of feels like, ironically, uh, mimicking you know what Hollywood was doing with horror movies, sci-fi horror at the time. Um, it's not bad. It just it does. It feels off. Yeah, feels off somehow. And it, again, it could be a production thing. It, you know, that's definitely a possibility. But the film isn't bad. I agree. The film isn't bad. It's got some like pretty good special effects. Um, practical a lot of effects. it practical. Yeah, yes. that's what I really liked about it. Which is not super common for a, a Del Toro film that we would think of today. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think all in all, it was fine. I just feel like it was trying to do too much. I felt like the the story was too complicated. I do, too. I kind of started losing interest. Like, there's um, too many characters. Why yeah. do we have so many characters? Yeah. I was like, so we have the husband, but then we have Josh Brolin, and then we have this cop character, and then we have, like, the shoemaker and his son, and then we have, <laughs> like, all of these, and then we have the sister, and, like... There's just so many moving parts that I'm um, – and then, like, the kids that are fine. Like, there's a lot of pieces that didn't need to be as, like, intricate as they were, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Um, And so it does just get kind of overcomplicated, and especially at the end where we're following all of these different people into the sewer. Like, it it, it was a little messy. And then we have these added B story. Yeah, with the added characters, we get the mm-hmm. added B storylines. Mm-hmm. I per I personally thought that the the shoemaker and his son, or the shoe shiner and his yes. son, that whole storyline was just too much and a little like cheesy for what we were trying to do. I agree. It was like weird. I think they should have just stuck with the other kids. They were Mm -hmm. fun. I liked them. They were personable and just had them kind of fill in any gaps that were needed with that storyline. I agree. I felt like um, the shoe situation was really a plug for the end. And that was it. Like there wasn't really any reason for any of it or really why they even would have kept him alive. You know? Yeah. None of it really worked. No. (laughs) With with that 
side plot. I just yeah. don't really know why we needed it. I, I could understand wanting to have like a body a higher body count, like so we want to introduce some more characters, but I don't think we need to introduce this many characters to have a higher body count. They could no. have just had people walking in the sewers and shit happening. Totally. Um I think that um I do like the main storyline. I like that we have, you know, um our our main character uh, as this entomologist that created a bug to kill a virus to kill the uh roaches that were causing a virus breakout in the in the city i mean i thought that was created it was a lot but it worked and it was quick so it didn't really yeah and it felt genuine where there was like that what did we do like we did it too fast but at the same yeah. time like when the guy's like i would have i have a grandchild that i probably wouldn't have if it weren't for you so yeah. there's like these things that feel honest i guess yeah um, it doesn't feel like it should work but it does yeah yes because the pacing of it is like perfect totally the I pacing agree. of how they told that story so quickly mm-hmm. works perfectly if they mm-hmm. spent any more time on it it'd be too much if they spend any any less time on it it'd be too little like, I, agree. I think they hit the nail right on the head there yeah but these these other side characters like holy hell too yeah, many it's too, too many too many we needed to focus a little bit more yes Yes, absolutely. That and we also have like, they kept adding other things to it, like the, the complicating the story. Like, why do we need to know that she wants to get pregnant? Like, I thought that was definitely going to come back. I thought she was going to be pregnant with like a bug or something. Same, I thought she was going to have same. a bug baby. That did not happen. So then why <laughs> are we doing this? <laughs> it's There's a no other question. reason to do this. There's zero reasons no. to do this other than she's a woman and she's of a certain age and why doesn't she have a baby? It's 1997. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like the story. I don't understand her relationship with her husband. Are they married? I don't even know. I feel like they're developing weird parts of the story. Develop their relationship so we care more when they die. You know, like develop those storylines. Stop adding more people and just develop the characters that you do need uh, in the story. It's too convoluted. I agree. I'm curious um, to see. Do you know if if the director's cut was released? It was released. I'd be I curious to 2001, see that. 2001, I believe. I'd watch it. 2001 and it's a longer version i think by like 10 or 11 minutes okay that's not i I would watch it too i would like to see what guillermo del toro wanted this film to be yeah me too um i'm sure it's good i just you know i don't give me a few years because you know i don't want to watch this (laughs) for a while yeah yeah i'll Um, go back to it (laughs) yeah i i think that you hit the nail on the head you know um, there's a lot of good things, um, but then there's just a lot of just extra stuff floating around that we don't really need. And also have the cop be in it more. Yeah, I like this him. cop at the end. He's a great character. We have him as a main character for just like one act of the film, mm-hmm. which seems weird. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like there was a better way to do this than what we got like there was a lot of good ideas but 
it needed to be heavily edited. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked all the gore, though. The gore was fun. I liked the whole, like, in the sewers. Yeah. Honestly, all the sewer scenes were pretty good, except for the very end when I kind of stopped being interested in what was happening. Uh, there's someone who survives at the end that I don't... I, it's not possible. It's not yeah. possible. It's 0% possible that that person survived. No. Without any cuts or bruises or broken... Bo- I mean, if that person survived, they would be not moving. <laughs> they would need to be carried out. Like, they would not be walking out looking like... Or they would need assistance getting, like, unburied. You know? Absolutely. He caused an explosion in the sewer. Yeah. He caused it. He was holding the thing that exploded, <laughs> which killed all of the bugs in the sewer. But somehow... But somehow he's walking out there like nothing happened. Maybe he's a bug, and that's but what Mimic 2 he, is about. <laughs> even if he was a bug, which he was not, no, by the way, no. <laughs> uh, because we saw his beautiful face. You did. Um, Even if he was... How would the bugs survive that? I just, I, no, we are led to believe that zero of the bugs survived. Those delicate exo- exoskeletons. <laughs> They're the ones, right? They're the ones that are supposed to be like harder to kill than mm-hmm. we are. And yet the man holding the explosion walks out a okay, no issues. Why? I have nothing just for let you him here. Die. It does not matter. Yeah. He doesn't matter. We don't even know him. I know zero things about him. Yeah, I don't know. We're suddenly meant to care about this dude? Like, I'm sorry, but I don't. No. I do not. I care about Miro Safino. Yeah. I... Also, Miro Safino's is it her friend or her sister? It's her friend. I thought right? it was her sister, but it could have oh, really? been her friend. Well, it's I like don't her know. coworker. They work together. Oh, maybe that was it. Maybe I just connected in a weird way. This other character, this co-worker, who we don't, the only reason we think they're co I know they're co-workers is because the only time they're really hanging out is at work, right? But there's this scene where <laughs> we first meet her, this co-worker. She's taking Polaroids of herself looking sad because she had a bad date. Yep. This is not a bad date. This is a bad date in 1997. It is... Um, it is a... a- Fairly normal date right now. (laughs) A criminal offense. (laughs) They're like laughing over someone trying to date rape her. I I just. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. She's talking about how he she caught him putting drugs in her drink. Oh, yeah. They literally laugh about it. I was like, oh, they're laughing about it. So when I when she was like telling the story, she kind of does it very like start and stoppy. And so yeah. I thought she was going to say, oh, when she came back from the bathroom, he wasn't there. Right. And then I was like, oh, that would make sense. And then when she was like, oh, he put dr-, like I was like, I'm sorry, what did he do? <laughs> yeah, she had a bad day because he tried to put drugs in her drink when she she caught him when she was coming back from the bathroom. And just make it so he left. Why yeah. would that be part of the story? No, that, that is it. That uh, is. Uh, criminal and and Miro Savino's character goes what a pervert yeah no 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 no. he is not a pervert he is a maybe a rapist he is a criminal he is a criminal yeah that is that is she didn't call the police 
now she's just taking Polaroids of herself because she had a bad... Like, I just... This is not how women act. I don't know. She was almost the victim of a crime. (laughs) Dear Matthew Robbins, even in 1997, this would not be how women will react to this situation. (laughs) Oh my God. I totally, that's so, I mean, it's, I I totally like, my brain blocked, like literally blocked that part out. My brain was like, we don't need this right now. You're going to remember your version of the story where he left the restaurant. <laughs> That's what it should have been. Because yeah. first of all, it's a minor uh, dialogue. Yeah. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's an introduction to this character, which, by the way, does not follow through to the end of the film. I mean, if you're going to be creating this character and you're going to be making us care about her, we should have like random date stories throughout the film or, you know, maybe she meets a cop and she falls for him. And that could be a fun side storyline while they're searching for these bugs. She does say something about Norman Reedus, though, doesn't she? Yeah, she said he's cute or something. I thought she was like, oh, he's my oh, I don't remember. But I thought she said something about like them casually like having something going on the side. Oh, I could have made that up also. <laughs> I think she just. Thought he was hunky looking. She knew him somehow, though, right? I don't know. I don't know. I was very distracted. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, um, all I know is that the writing uh, is weird. It is it's weird. It's just like, why are we having this kind of dialogue? At least have it like kind of sewn throughout the film if this is the character. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. It's like a lot of ideas thrown together and just unfortunately they don't they don't mesh the way, you know, a good story would. Correct. And again, that could be due to trying to shove too much into this film. Yeah. And taking out other quote-unquote boring things. But, you know, those quote-unquote boring things are usually what make us give a shit about the characters that are dying. Yeah. Just kind of an important part of a horror movie. Yeah. I didn't really care about anybody that died. No. I think uh, I'm supposed to care about Josh Brolin's character. No, I didn't care about Josh Brolin's character. Although I, I do love a good Josh Brolin. Uh, especially 90s Josh Brolin. Come what on. a cutie patootie. Adorable. He really adorable. is. So cute. Uh, I did like the cop. I liked the cop, too. And it was sad when he was like, I'm bleeding. The, M- the MTA guy. Yeah, the MTA guy. When he's when he died, I was the saddest. Yeah. That was the saddest part. And the kids, they didn't really like show it. But they those kids destroyed. are destroyed. Yeah, they're they're no longer with us. Yeah. That's why and I was like, why are no they one not seemed to care? <laughs> no, they were just like, meh. Whatever. Which is why I was like, but why did those kids die and this other kid? Because they, they didn't do anything offensive. They were just th- in the wrong place. I think place. because of autism. Like, I really don't know. Yeah. Okay. I, that's what they were hinting towards, that this other kid has autism. Mm-hmm. So he's not, like, talking and maybe he's just standing there. But he was talking and he was clicking. Oh, he was, like, mimicking them. Maybe he they thought he was one of them or something. But the, uh, I don't buy it, guys. It's not good. It's not a good explanation. <laughs> it's just what I'm going with. I get you, know? you. I can see how we would think that that would make sense. He's got it's, spoons. I think there's just a lot of mm, that's good enough. Yeah. You know, storytelling wise. And, you know, you do that enough times and it's not. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yes. There's like one or two things we're like, all right, we'll let it slide. But when it's like, mm. <laughs> 
It's like yeah. this is too much. Yeah, and it's and Susan is just too much of a like saintly character. She's always saving all the children and I mean it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. Like she doesn't feel like a real human to me. Like she doesn't have any human like characteristics. <laughs> yeah. It's all about saving things. Like the only thing that I guess is kind of human about her is that she wants to have a baby. And she isn't having a baby. But I don't even know why we have that in the story to begin with. So I don't know. I'm just kind of confused all around by this script. So I'm just guessing that this has been edited a few times. Um, yeah. Or maybe it's just a shitty script. Could be that, too. That's also acceptable answer. It's true. You know. Yeah. Curious. I would definitely watch, again... Uh, Amy will watch it in a couple of years. I will watch it if I ever see it available. The director's I, cut. I'd like to watch the director's cut. Yeah. It's, it's, this isn't bad. Don't like everything we're saying is, I mean, true, but yes. also it's very watchable and it's enjoyable. So watchable. Yeah. 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 But yeah, there's it's not a good script, but it is still fun to watch because it's Guillermo del Toro directing and we have some good acting and there's some there are a lot of enjoyable scenes. There are scattered throughout, even if they don't quite all work together. (laughs) If you like like that 90s sci fi horror vibe, I definitely suggest it because it's got it's got all the things. Yeah. And like like we mentioned previously, the practical effects are are also pretty great for 97. Yeah, pretty icky, pretty yeah. icky. And you know what? 97 is kind of like, I feel like go either way, you know, a lot like, of times with the effects. It's insane the amount of movies that came out in 1997. A lot. It Like all of them. All of the movies <laughs> all are of from 1997. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why we don't know about Mimic. That's true. Because we were watching everything else that came out. All of the other movies. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. That's Mimic from 1997. No spoilers. Not really. No. (laughs) But yikes. Yeah, it's it's I I would rewatch it. I just don't need to watch it now. Tony watched it. He liked it because it's fun. It is. It's fun. It's fun. You don't even really have to pay attention. You do not. No. You really don't. It's not complicated. No. I mean, the writing is complicated, but like the actual movie itself is, you can just put it on what, in the middle, it'd be fine. You you could. (laughs) You would get it. You would still understand what's happening. Especially if you listen to this. Yeah. Giant bugs, sewers, murder, you know? (laughs) Lots of murder. pretty simple. Poop hanging from the ceiling. Yep. Which... They knew immediately that yeah. it was poop hanging from the ceiling. Yep. Did you know it was poop hanging from the ceiling? I was not aware. It was just something hanging from the ceiling, and it could have been anything if it smells. Maybe he was just like, it's shit hanging from the ceiling. And then they were like, oh, no, but it's shit hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know why we needed so much of that, but okay. I mean, yeah. it could have been anything. Secretions. Lots of secretions. I guess if it's poop, you don't know it could be human. Although you wouldn't think like giant bug poop would be the same as human poop. Probably think it'd be pretty different. Yeah. 
But they're so, also human size, so. That's true. You never know. It's a fact. Oh, right. man. On that All note. Right. That's Mimic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Poop from the ceiling. Poop from the ceiling. Oh, so how, how have you been doing, Carly? I'm exhausted. Yeah? I was you sick last sick. week. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm still kind of recovering. I'm sorry. Um, it ha- you know what? I assume it's going to happen because uh, it just it, happens. It always does. Yeah. <laughs> Tis the season. Sure. For the sickness. And it's crazy. I've been seeing a lot of people actually feeling it. Um, thank goodness it's not COVID, but, you know, I wish that... Uh, Lots of other illnesses besides yeah, COVID to get. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of anything that I did. I really just didn't do anything last week. I did see Triangle of Sadness yesterday. And How did you I like really that? enjoyed it. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. It was it's like um a comedy, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh it was a, a fun little break from from horror even though I came home and obviously like watched a horror movie. Sure. Um but yeah, that's really it that I've done. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, what about you? You're still doing your 31 days of horror? I am. I've been terrible at showing the internet about them, but sure. I've been <laughs> documenting them on my like on my calendar here at my house. Your with, paper calendar. My paper calendar, like an Weirdo. old lady. So old. <laughs> <laughs> So shout out some of the films you've been watching. Oh, goodness. Um, so yesterday I watched As Above, So Below. Oh, yeah. interesting choice. I know. It was just there. On, yeah. I think it was like Hulu. I just kind of did a scroll through Huluween. Sure. And I was like, it's been a minute. I'm going to throw yeah. this guy on. Nice. Um, just also like a lot of comfort horror movies, uh, mm-hmm. which is weird to say Nightmare on Elm Street after that sentence. Sure. Um, and then like just fun ones. Like I watched Coraline. I watched Beetlejuice. Um, nice. So I've had like a good mix of like horror, horror, and then just like, you know, this- spooky yeah, I mean, I think that anything Halloween themed would also count, mm-hmm. even though it's not necessarily horror. Like, I watched Casper, and I'm counting it. Oh, hell yeah. Because I love a good Casper. And there's ghosts. Spooky. And there's Halloween. Yeah. There's all sorts of stuff happening. I love it. Um, I do. I watched that. I watched... Uh, I had my own comfort horror fest going on, too, last weekend. I watched... Uh, the original Paranormal Activity, um, which I think I told you, and I was like, it just didn't like feel scary anymore. Yeah, um, it didn't. It didn't hold my attention the way it used to. Um, but I did watch that. I watched um, Blair Witch also because yes. I was on a um, found footage on a found footage kick. Uh, Blair Witch still holds up holds beautifully. Up so good. Yeah, still great. Um, and then I watched Halloween, OG, John oh, Carpenter, nice. um, because I felt like it. <laughs> so good. I watched, I forgot, I watched uh, this weekend, Reanimator. Oh, yeah. Um, and then The Gate, uh, which is always fun. I didn't remember how much dog stuff there was in The Gate. Oh. 
Um, but there's a lot of dog stuff in the game. Oh, are you okay? I was surprised. I'm I'm okay. Um, but yeah, I definitely had to close my eyes a bunch. I think oh. it's because the dog is like alive at the end. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah. That I just blocked off. You know, it's again my brain just being like, she doesn't need to remember this. Sure. And me saying, you're right. I fucking love the gate. <laughs> <laughs> it is great though. It is. Yeah. It is. There's some good house eating moments in that movie. There are quite a few. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, I um, I know I have to watch some more. I've been behind. I have still been watching The Midnight Club, Mike Flanagan's mm -hmm. new Netflix show, which I'm surprised I'm hearing like nothing about. Like, uh, yeah. I, I'm the only one talking about this show as far as I know. Like, no one's talking about it at all, which is really weird because everyone loves Mike Flanagan now. People are watching it because even like people that I know that don't love horror have been checking it out. Okay. Um. So I think maybe there's just not a lot of people talking about it. I think Twitter is is though because I've seen some things, um, that like the series sets up for a season two. It hasn't been picked up. I don't think for a season two, but like. Flanagan was like, that was the intention. It's just kind of up to Netflix whether or not they make it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've only watched three episodes. Um, I think I mentioned last week it's just a bit heavy for me, but like yeah. I like it. Um, I personally haven't seen anyone talk about it, but I might not be looking in the right places. So that's also possible. Yeah. Um, Comparatively to his other like not films but series um nobody yeah i mean especially like hill house everyone was talking about hill house yeah. um, even uh midnight mass i saw yeah. a ton of stuff about especially the week it like premiered you know yeah. yeah so i mean it's it's showing up all over netflix for me i don't know if it's showing up on netflix for others it's not um, for me to be no honest Weird. I think it might be the, like, top in Netflix this week, but it's, like, number three. But, like, that's really – like, it never it never showed up on, like, the main thing. You know how when you log in, it gives you, like, the main screen? That's yeah, where it usually Netflix shows. Yeah, was like, you like this guy the that's second so it was weird. there. Netflix, yeah. I thought you knew me. <laughs> it's like, hey, you. You watch horror movies and like this guy. I'm Look hurt. at this. I'm a little hurt that Netflix doesn't know me better. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, if you're watching Midnight uh, Club, the Midnight Club, let me know because no one's telling me about it. <laughs> I'm getting kind of sad because I'm not hearing about it. Talk to Amy um, about it. We love some plan again. I mean, I don't need spoilers episodes. or anything. I just would like a hey, I'm watching it. I like it, or you know, I stop watching it because I don't like it, or whatever. You know, I'm curious how people are liking it so far. I'll um, definitely start watching it next month. Cool. Yeah. I'm, uh, and then I've just been like watching random shit, like uh, non horror things. Mm -hmm. Um, I watched Upload, season two of Upload, which is on Amazon Prime. I don't know if people know about that show, but, uh, season two is out. I think it's been out, but I'm just watching it now. And it's really good. I love Upload. It's sci fi, kind of comedy, kind of action, kind of thing. I've heard um, of it, but I haven't watched it. It's about, do you know what it's about? 
new. It's about uh, the future when you die, you can upload your consciousness to like a luxury resort. Oh. Where you can like live with other people who have passed away and then your loved ones can still like call you and come visit you in your virtual reality world. And um only it but there's like a whole socioeconomic thing so only rich people can do this. Of course. <laughs> and then like poor people, you know, don't have enough minutes to like really live their life in this situation. It's like a really interesting um, kind of fun, like sci-fi. This is what the future could lead to, kind of thing. Mm. Um, and then there's a whole aspect, like the guy is living in this world, and he has like the, one of the workers at the resort. So like, there's humans that are alive that work at this resort, you know, virtually, and help people like adjust to their new lives. Wild. And so he like befriends one of the people that works there, and they try to figure out how he died and stuff like that because he has a bunch of memories missing. It's really like fun. I think you would like it. I'll have to add it to Q. Amazon. Yep, Amazon. It's called Upload. Amazing. Yeah, it's a good one. The second season is out now. And Into the Dark is on um, Netflix again. There's a new season. I started watching it, but it started to get weird. Yeah. It's one of those shows where like the first few seasons were really good. And then I think they kind of run out of ideas, but they don't want to stop it. Yeah. (laughs) kind of like like, how weeds was yeah kind of like how weeds was where it works for a few seasons and then where do you go well i was literally looking up into the dark on imdb and it was like i'm gonna play this oh my god it's still going it's like (laughs) i'm gonna play this really loud ad for you (laughs) that was terrifying oh no now i'm scared um oh it's got that girl in it though Aurora Perino. She was on uh, Westworld. Not into the dark. In the dark. Two oh. different shows. Sorry, I misspoke. It's it's on me. Okay. Because into <sighs> the dark is the Hulu thing, right? Yeah, I think it's like a horror thing, but like I didn't watch it. It's like a horror it. anthology. Yeah, I'm okay. talking about in the dark, which is about a blind woman okay. that commits crimes i remember you telling me that yes okay (laughs) completely very different very different not horror at all confusing names yes but they're like named almost the same thing how am i supposed to not mess that up you're good you're really (laughs) um maybe that's why my phone played the thing it's like let's talk about this so we make sure people know that amy knows (laughs) that's probably why show the blind woman show. Um, okay, that's Ooh, all I new, got. Really, new season of Unsolved Mysteries. I uh, I, I started that. that. Oh, you did? Of yeah. course you did. Yeah, I think it's the third season, and I actually got um, Justin Lore to watch. Um, oh, because the second episode is about UFOs. Oh. And so while I was watching oh, it, I texted geez. him and I was Why like, are you doing that to him? No, it was a really good episode. And then he started watching it. And then we were talking about this really cute old lady who talked about her experience. It was in 1994 in like Michigan or something. And she saw the UFO and her horse was in the field and it didn't even bother the horse. It was really cute. She was really adorable. Wow. Yeah. But it was actually a really well done episode. I liked it a lot. All right. You know what else is going to be a really well done episode? 
What? Our episode next week. <sighs> That's a beautiful segue. Because, Thank you. Uh, guys, <laughs> so we're recording this. I actually might upload this the same day that we're recording this, which wow. would be crazy. Wow. Um, wow. TBD on that. <laughs> Don't hold me to it, but we'll see. Ambitious. But today is Barbarian Day. Yes. It is the day that Barbarian is now streaming on HBO Max. Excuse I'm so me. excited. I am also so excited um, because we are going to do Barbarian on our episode next week. And I feel like I'm going to need to take notes for this. You're going to have to. Yeah. Absolutely, you need to. Because while I was watching it, I almost wish that I brought a notepad in. Because I was like, I have so much that I want to talk to Amy about. <laughs> so now I'm going to take advantage of that pause button and the fact that I'm going to watch it alone. Yeah. And just really, I'm ex- I'm so fucking excited. I think this time I need to watch it with people. Yes. Because I usually watch it alone. And by usually, yeah. I mean that one time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it'd be fun to to have an audience it's with me. Better with time. friends and better yeah. bring people that have never seen it. Yeah. Um, and watch them watch it because I feel like that's one of the greatest joys that someone can give to you this October. Yeah, it's like a it's got this the sleepaway camp effect. Yes. Happening. Yeah. Yes. It's the best watched while watching others. Yes. Like put I have your a- seat slightly behind whoever you're watching it you know so you can just glance over and not make it weird yeah yeah i have um i have a friend that saw it like four times in theaters or something like they couldn't stop seeing it in theaters and bringing new people every time i'm jealous of that person because i keep trying to make plans with people and it's like they keep falling through oh um i did get one of my friends in boise is seeing it right now actually um and i wish i could just be there to awkwardly watch him you know watch it but I'll have to settle for him. Just texting be like, me hey, after. could you? Would you mind um, putting a camera on <laughs> yeah. you while you watch the movie? I'll sync it up later and watch yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that would be beautiful. It would be beautiful. It'd be a lot of fun. Oh man. So yeah. All right. That's oh, what we're doing. It's gonna be fun. <coughs> it's gonna be fun to talk about. I've been wanting to talk about it. I'm ready to talk about it. Let's do this. Woo barbarian next week you guys hbo max if you haven't seen it yet please please watch it and join us you got to you got to watch it and and if you can't watch it if you don't have hbo or you're in a different country and you can't watch barbarian yet don't listen to the episode till you can guys we don't we're gonna spoil the fuck out of it yes and just the the least you know about it the better agreed do not look this is the important thing my friends do not look up anything about this movie before you see it. If you've yeah. seen one of the trailers, fine. Don't, don't, Stop. you don't need to explore more. You just need to experience it. Amen. That is all. That's all. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. It's good. It's a good TED Talk. Thanks. Short and sweet. Yeah, man. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Join us next week when we talk about Barbarian. Until then, I am Amy. And I am Carly. Bye. Sorry, that was me. You're sick. It's okay.